With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oh, man. (laughs) Buff Nation. Let's vent. Let's vent. I don't believe it. I I told y'all the other show I had to come up with something for my... Yep. That's all I had. The DMVR postgame show, the Buffs, after going up 29-0 in the first half over the Stanford Cardinal, allow 46 second-half points to lose the game in overtime, 46-40. In double overtime. Double overtime. Well, you know, um, to quote the movie Do the Right Thing, Senior Love Daddy, the DJ, the morning after the riots, Person whose voice we need now more than ever. <laughs> now more than ever. When he so eloquently said, I saw it, but I didn't believe it. What I saw, I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, that just happened. So to Uncle Neely and to all of the new Colorado football fans out there, welcome to Buff Shit. <laughs> I like that. I was kind of hoping that buff shit wasn't a part of the coach primary. <clears throat> uh, but it turns out we can't escape it. As I tweeted, I wish I could say I've never seen anything like that. But I absolutely have seen something like that twice oh, man. before today. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I can't believe what I saw. But as odd as that may be i have precedent for that in my brain i appreciate that admission because i have never seen anything like that uh now i want to say this before we really get into the show i'm speaking for me but i really do believe i'm speaking for the two of you the things you're going to hear us talk about next 45 minutes or so ain't excuses like we lost that happened yep we were up 29 to 0 so when we talk about a busted play here we talk about some bad calls here we talk about if not for this penalty here it ain't excuses it happened mm-hmm. uh we are presented by game time guys download the game time app use the promo code buffs b u f f s you can get $20 off your first purchase all right who wants to start big takeaway you know, I will I will go first, man, because uh, you know, I was the guy who sat here a little more than twenty four hours ago and I went away from coach speak and I went down a road that you're not supposed to go down when I talked about a must win situation. And I talked about how having those two losses, USC and Oregon, winning a conference game on the road at Arizona State, having this game here at home puts you at five wins going into the bye week. And the opportunity that that presents for us with the back half of the schedule to get that one more win that gets you bowl eligible. 
bowl eligibility is not that it's out of the question. You know, it's not that the season is over, but we have certainly made things more challenging Mm -hmm. than they would have had to have been because, frankly, the rest of the schedule, you don't have a team that you're looking at and you go like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. we got them. Like, we got them. You know, you could, even though it didn't, didn't go that way with Colorado State, you know, you we got them. We felt that way about TCU, you know, and it happened. When you look at the rest of the felt schedule. Felt that way about Sanford. Yeah. Yep. You know, when you, when you look at the rest of the schedule, we have some challenging opponents, most of which are ranked, you know, coming up. And we needed to get this one at home, you know, to be set up pretty going forward to get one more out of the remaining five. Yeah. I mean, you had – it was all set up for you. Mm-hmm. It was all set up for you. And – this one is going to be so hard to swallow for that reason, uh, and it makes it so much worse that it's a 14-day game. Yeah, uh, th- that to the taste, yeah, yeah, that taste is going to be in your mouth for the next 14 days, uh, and I I don't even believe it. Um, it's it's one of those losses that is going to absolutely test the will of every single player on the team. And coach. And every single And support staff. And fan. And fan. And supporter. (laughs) And people who want to give to the collective. Like, all of this now is going to uh, exponentially multiply the scrutiny, you know, the lovers, the haters, and how we go forward. Let me rewind for something I left out. Because the folks who watch our combined show have heard me say this before. On your way to a championship, <clears throat> you have got to beat everybody you're supposed to beat mm-hmm. and beat somebody you're not supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we lost to somebody we were supposed to beat. Yep. And so now it skews it to not just now that we got to beat somebody that we're not supposed to beat. We got to beat two people that we're not supposed to beat. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, and – they may be favorited in one more game moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, uh, at least one where, that you're not expected to be, and probably two. My big takeaway from tonight is something we've actually been talking about all this week. Give it to us. And the question was, what is this team's identity? Yep. And I said, the identity is save us Shador. And guess what? Shador makes the first big mistake – of his career at Colorado, and you lose the game. Now, you don't lose the game because of Shador. Exactly. In fact, you were winning 29-0 because of Shador, yeah. and you you know, were in a position to even potentially save the game because of Shador. He throws for 400 yards and five touchdowns. But when you have hitched your entire wagon to one player, and then he makes a mistake, and you know, on top of that, you don't have a run game to rely on when you're up 29-0. You're not able to say, okay, well, let's just go Make out there, start, yeah. run some 13-play drives where we just smash mouth football mm-hmm. all the way down the field. doesn't matter if we kick a field goal or get a touchdown. We're going to take seven minutes off the clock. Yep. You don't have that. So it's Shador, 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 everything. And crazy enough, like he's built for it. He can withstand it, but – Finally, at the end of the game, he's not perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why you lose. And not why you lose, but you end up losing. No, you're, 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 you're spot on. Yeah, Keep yeah. driving. And, Keep and, driving. And so, in the end, the lesson learned for me tonight is it's not fair to him 
and it's not the right way to have a football team where everything is on yeah. one person's shoulders. Yeah. RK, man, Jake, I was just talking uh, to one of the support staff guys earlier in the day. This is, you know, around lunchtime, well before, you know, a kickoff. And I said, man, you know, the, the, the challenge with the dynamic of this team is we got a Shador Sanders and we got a Travis Hunter. And if they don't play 100% to their ability, we can't win. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, Shadur at 90% is better than 90% of the country quarterback. But just imagine one game in the future he hits his thumb on a guy's helmet and for a couple of series he really can't grip the ball. The rest of the team is not situated where it can make up for that. Like, we have to have Super Shador. Coach Prime has talked about it. You've talked about it. It just is what it is, and he makes one kind of mistake today. Travis had a ball caught on him that that typically doesn't happen. But the other parts of it, the run game, right, Uh, the special teams game, because we still, even though we were better, we still had some kicks that, I don't know about that one, missed a field goal. It's like we don't have enough to go with this that it can make up for those guys being just a little bit off. Yeah. Make up for them being human. Totally. And, again, it's it's the interception at the end of the game is a result of Shador having to be the hero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and going just a little bit outside of himself to try and save the game. I totally understood at the press conference when Coach Prime said he, he shouldn't have thrown it. I get that. But he had to throw it. <laughs> you know, it, like it's he, just, <laughs> right, and it, it's exactly the result of what I'm talking about, where everything's on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and he's not thinking, okay, let me throw this ball away, and we'll get a field goal, and the defense will get a stop, yeah, yeah. because the defense, it felt like had gotten a stop in years by that point, <laughs> exactly. Um, so he had be him for yep. a second. He had to throw it. Yep. Now on the sidelines, I'm totally with you, Coach Prime, and just the football Bible being pragmatic about it. Hey, man, live another day. Let's kick the field goal. Stop them, we get out of here. Yep. But in his mind, because he's had to be super Shadur for us to have these four wins or have these chances, even though one of the losses against USC, he had us in it, he's got to throw the ball. Totally. Because that's what's gotten us here. Yep, and and because he's so good, you have been able to get by on not having a running game. Mm-hmm. And you never would have thought up 29-0 is the time that not having the running game would come back to bite you. But it absolutely did. But it absolutely did. <coughs> Um, And it also resulted in just – I totally get it. Um, You know, it's fourth down and four or whatever from the 50-yard line, and you're just like, all right, Shador, like just go get it for us. You know what? And then they just dial up a blitz. They time it right. No one gets open quick enough, and all of a sudden you just gave them the ball at the 50-yard line, and you're thinking to yourselves, why do we just do that? But it's because, again, you just you trust yeah. him and you just yeah. you think he's going to be able to go pull the rabbit out of the hat yeah. whenever you ask him Now, to. I would say this in a, a kind of a nerd detail schematically thing, whether it's for pass protection or that we might actually run the ball, sometimes on our fourth down calls, you've you got to have a running back back there. Like you can't put the defense position like, like you know what? I'm sending everybody. He's back there by himself. Yep. So he not only doesn't have somebody to block for him, he doesn't have nobody to hand the ball off to. I think a, a, a better disguise in that kind of situation helps a play like that be more successful. That ain't what costs us the game. But it's one of those things I was like, hmm, I don't know if that's the right look in that situation. What's your big takeaway? My big takeaway is defensively this team is not very good at all. And I know that's not breaking news, um, but 
no matter what Shador does, he's going to have to fight an uphill battle almost every game, it seems, with this defense. I think it is breaking news, uh, though, Jake, so go go further. Talk about it. I mean, look, man, what was the stat? Would the Stanford quarterback have passing yards-wise first half? He had 30, 32 yards passing, I believe. It might have been 36 yards in the first half. But I think it's important to note that's because the defense is playing really well. Yeah. But, I mean, they just ran slants on him, basically, in the you know. second half. But yeah. see, Jake, I'm a, look, color be a Charles Kelly fan. You know, I love his, his schemes. I love what he's, you know, brought here from his days at Alabama and Florida State. We got a sound defensive coordinator in my, in my mind. But sometimes when, you know, he and I talk, whether it's interviews or just chit-chatting, I also have to look back and go like, well, man, we did give up 40 points. We did well, give up 36 points. And and what makes me still believe in this defense part and interruption is that when it has to happen, they've done it. So you know they can do it. But the truth is, it's like what you're saying, like, no, we're just not good. You know why they're not good? They can't tackle. Multiple times tonight, just guys couldn't finish a tackle. Uh, guys are slipping down, allowing big plays. Guys can't chase people down from behind. Like, you, you, they just couldn't tackle. Yeah, I, I honestly am gonna have to watch the 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 replay of the game to Are really understand. Are you sure you can do that? Oh yeah, yeah, I can do it um, with an open with an open bottle, an open <laughs> mind, or yeah, exactly, uh, an open wound. Um, I I'm gonna have to rewatch it to know really what happened in the second half and and understand the adjustments that Stanford made and the adjustments that Colorado did not, uh, because right now my head is spinning. But do this um, for me. Do this for good old Uncle Neely. Yep. Make sure you watch the first half. Oh, I will. I'll watch because it. Because what, what we have to do when we want to go back and evaluate the second half, we have to watch the first half as if we're a coach on Stanford staff. Because what we got to admit, brothers, I don't know what the hell happened in their locker room at halftime, but I would love to hear the coach talk, the chalkboard, the motivation speech, whatever it was, because they came out and did what they had to do. And you really – as much as we talk about what we didn't do, you still have to give hats off to them because they did it. Yeah. I don't ever want to hear that momentum isn't real in football ever again. Oh, I mean, the 97-yard touchdown changes everything. Uh, there's a whole sequence there. We'll get to it. Um, first, shout-out to our friends at Olipop. Shout-out. Uh, if you came out to the tailgate, which was amazing today, a little chilly, but, man, it was dope, um, you could have tried Olipop. Olipop has – a ton of different flavors. First off, it's a soda. Brand new soda. It's good for gut health. Uh, tastes delicious. Has nine grams of probiotics in every can as well. They've got uh, vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, classic grape, all kinds. You can use the code DMVR20 for 20% off your next Olipop order on drinkolipop.com. Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Super, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. And then our great friends over at Game Time. Two weeks now until the next game, but the Buffs are headed to L.A. Yep. to take on the UCLA Bruins in what is usually a mostly empty stadium. Sure is. Let's fill that thing up. <coughs> go on Game Time. If you download the Game mm -hmm. Time app and use the promo code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, you can get $20 off your first purchase. Um, let's, let's black out the uh, Coliseum, man. I love it. Let's do it. Because one thing that has happened tonight, Coach Prime kind of talk, touched on it, and we touch on it all the time. The haters just got some fuel in their engine. 
Fuck them. Boy, did they. No, I mean, yeah, fuck them, but, like, they buy tickets, too, on game time. Like, you know, like, it's – it's. hey, man, I'm a Cowboys fan. One thing Jerry Jones has mastered is making money off people that, that, that don't like us and that love us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're in a situation now where the non-believers after our last game were starting to believe, mm-hmm. and then tonight happens. And they're like, no, I knew it, I knew it. You know, and, and it, what sucks is what you've been hitting on and hammering – Arcades, man, we got to wait to the 28th. Yeah. We got to wait to the 28th. Like, it, it, it rolled into a bye week, and now it gives us time to prepare for the next opponent and back after season. But, man, it's a long time to just sit and bask in this. I just got to say this. Say it. If you are a fan of Oregon or USC and you're a hater, go ahead. You're a fan of Stanford. I haven't seen a single one of them <laughs> at all this week. Uh, and you're a hater, go ahead. Tee off. If you're a fan of Nebraska, Colorado State. Let them know. Uh, TCU. Call the roll. Uh, uh, Arizona State, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Let them know. You don't get to participate in this little grave dance that you that everyone else gets to do yeah. uh, during this because you lost. But they're going to be the loudest ones. They I know I know they, they will. will be. But I and just then, want them and- to know that you look like an idiot. And I yeah. love the term grave dance because keep in mind, even though I went into this game saying must-win must situation, this thing is not over. You know, we just made the road to a bowl game mathematically tougher. But oh, yeah. there, there are games left, including all of them, that we can win. We can beat Utah. We can beat Oregon State. We, you know, we can beat Washington State. This, this thing ain't over. We just made it harder. Sure we did. didn't give ourselves a lot of wiggle room. Yep. You know, because the team that was on the schedule that you could check the box and say, hey, man, I got to beat everybody I'm supposed to beat. Tonight was one of them, and you didn't do it. Anyways, download the Game Time app, create an account, that. use code DM, or BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code BUFFS for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're just passionate. James. Real quick, I know, no, go ahead. I, we can get to the game recap if you guys want to say something else real quick. No, we're just passionate, man. Yeah, go ahead. I I, uh, I can't even speak unless I'm interrupting you, so I don't have nothing. <laughs> I will say this uh, in terms of, you know, the opportunity that still exists ahead of them. Um, five games left in the regular season, and if you find your way to six, mm-hmm. you can actually be absolved of what happened tonight. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Let me tell you this. We find our way to six with the teams that are left on the schedule – Hell, we're gonna win the bowl game. Like, like we're like we we're we're sitting pretty, pretty. The 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 issue is again, man. It's just it just skewed the math. Yeah, and my main point there is there's no difference really between six and seven. Mm-mm. So we're not gonna be sitting there if they get to six saying, oh, but it could have been seven. Yeah. Now, if you end on five or you end on four, um, then there will be a lot of hand wringing and a lot of what ifs and woulda, coulda, shouldas. Sure, sure. So, again, that is the challenge that lays ahead of them. And boy, if this is not going to be the ultimate um, test, you know, I think uh, I'm sure he didn't have any positive spins tonight. But when Coach Prime comes back to work tomorrow, I think what he's going to realize is, well, this is really going to shine a light on who I have in this t- on this team. He you know, said that in the post. Okay, all right, well. Yeah, he did. Jake and I were chit-chatting in the elevator, and he asked me about Coach Prime's post-game speech, which you guys will be seeing later on, on our uh, combined networks and shows. 
he's like, oh, I bet he was go, you know, going off, not prejudging Coach Prime, just talking about coaching. This man was quite the opposite. Like, it was calm. You know, it was uh, uh, almost had a melody to it, to it. And I told Jake, I said, I remember this happening at Jackson State when there was this realization, not that he didn't realize before, but just a stamp of approval that, you know what? I ain't got everything I need, man. Yeah. Like, it just is what it is. And, and you know, I gave Jake the, the Albert Einstein quote of, you don't judge a fish by his ability to climb a tree. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you believe that quote, why would you yell at a fish for not being able to climb a tree? Yeah. You know, just so you get to this point, it's like, you know what? They, they, yelling ain't finna fix this. No, no, no. Fancy quotes ain't finna fix this. You know, we got to coach up to a standard. We got to hold, hold coaches to that same standard. And we got to get people. One thing that Coach Prime did say, <clears throat> he mentioned it in the presser, but he really drilled it home to the team. He talked about liking it or loving it. He said, yeah. you know, I love this. And I think I got too many people in the room who just like it. And we got we got to get people who love it like I love it. Because those are the people who are going to work for it and fight for it. If you just like it, it's like social media. You just click the button and move on. And I ain't got time for that in this room. Uh, I got one more thing to say before we get to this game recap. Let's do it. I said it three weeks ago. Perspective. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely perspective is needed. And it is not the night for it. I know. I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not trying to. No, you know, I know. I'm just saying it. I'm, and you're right. But I'm just saying no one wants to hear it tonight. I know. No one I wants to think about one win last season. But it is. They won one game last season. I understand. We got a, we got a bye week. We got a whole second half of the schedule to go through, though. That's what I meant. No. Well, and, yeah. I mean, uh, you're right. I'm just saying. I know. There will not be perspective had tonight. You know, and I don't know if this Jake is perspective, you know, but I understand what both of you guys are saying. And the fact of the matter is when Vegas had us barely winning three games mm-hmm. and we won four and it's a program that won one, this program, this organization, this building that we're in is exponentially better than it was 12 months ago. Absolutely. Regardless of what the record says. Now, that doesn't excuse blowing a 29-0 to lead. Just because the cafeteria is better, the custodian staff is better, you know, the way we travel is better, the coaching staff is better, whatever you check mark still does not justify what happened tonight. But you do have to go back. You know what? All is not lost. Now, the arrow is damn pointing up. Mm-hmm. And we're moving in the right direction. Yep. All right. Game starts. Try Colorado. to keep this tight. <laughs> you might as well I, I just will. go to halftime. <laughs> well, Colorado wins the toss for the seventh straight week. Seventh. So and they won in overtime. And they yeah. won in overtime. So they, they are, are nine and zero in nine, coin tosses. Nine and zero in coin tosses. I've got like people trying to dunk on my tweet about that. I don't understand why, but they're like, "You're worried about the wrong stats." I'm like, "No, this is remarkable. It needs to be talked about." Unbelievable. All right. Period. Anyway, Stanford starts with the ball. Don't really do anything with it. They get one first down. They end up punting. Colorado gets the ball. Drive right down the field. I think it's the first opening drive touchdown since ever TCU. TCU? Insane. Yeah. Uh, Shador finds a nine yards out. What a bullet that pass was on that slant into the end zone. Yep. CU goes up 7-0. Stanford gets the ball back. They do nothing. They get two first downs, punt the ball. Colorado gets the ball back on their own 15, march right down the field. Welcome back, Mr. Travis Hunter. Shador mm. connects with him from 24 yards out. The Buffs go up 14-0. Stanford gets the ball back. Uh, pick up a few first downs. By the way, that spin move was just oh unbelievable. <laughs> Beautiful. And then the acceleration after it after to beat it. everyone to the pylon. I yes. was like, my God. 
Yes. Uh, Stanford gets the ball with 336 <clears throat> left in the first quarter on their own 25. As the second quarter starts, um, they are just crossing midfield. They settle for a 37-yard field goal attempt, and it is wide left. Colorado gets the ball back on their own 19 after that. Again, march right down the field. This is looks like six plays, 80 yards. Shador connects with Zay, 39 yards out. Um, just a bomb. Yeah, Dropped I mean, it in the bucket. Hell of a route, too, and just perfect pass. Maybe a little bit of a blown coverage, mm-hmm. uh, but just absolute dime. Colorado lines up in their uh, weird extra point formation where they're all spread out. And they snap the ball to Caleb Fourier, and he runs it to the pylon. They convert a two-point conversion. Hello, Caleb Fourier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Crazy. Um, Can you help us in 22? <laughs> Stanford gets the ball back. Uh, again, do nothing with it. They get it on their own 36. They actually get down to the Colorado 36. They go for it on fourth and eight. They do not convert. CU picks up at their own 34. And in one, two, three, four, five plays, get down the field Shador connects with Zay Weaver from 14. Or actually, this is the reverse. Yep. Uh, from 14 yards out. Co- fooled the entire Stanford defense. Fooled, fooled probably half the stands. Too. Yeah. yeah. Fool, fooled everyone so much that it, I got I saw what happened, and then I was fooled because Zay started walking into yes. the end zone from 15 yards out, and I thought, oh, he must not have the ball. Who has the ball? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, Zay still has the ball. <laughs> Uh, one one of the most well executed trick plays maybe I've ever seen, and just not in terms of you know like Shador did a great job with the pitch and and all of that, but in terms of just how much the defense was fooled, like I yep. just don't think it could, <coughs> could get any better than that. No, that's exactly how you draw it up right there. Colorado is up twenty nine to zero. Stanford gets the ball back three and out. Colorado gets the ball back. Um, they have to settle for a Mata 46-yard field goal. It's a bad snap. Vissette somehow manages to get it down, but Mata doesn't a- isn't able to get enough leg behind it. It falls just short. Stanford gets the ball back with like 49 seconds left. They do absolutely nothing. And we hit halftime with the score 29-0. Crazy. Yeah. I had people texting me about style points. <laughs> Can't believe we actually had that conversation. We now. did have it. <coughs> but At least the, I the just sent thing you the, like, uh, the thingy. That was all there for Coach Prime. They were that much better than Stanford. Is this halftime? Uh, not the locker room walking off the field. Half-time. Oh, okay. Um, what were you saying, sorry? I'm just saying, like, I don't even feel like we were off in that conversation. No. This I mean, was a style points game. I mean, They if, were that much better than them. If there's ever been a tale of two halves game, this is it. Because first half, they were they were dominant. They were literally dominant. Stanford couldn't do anything offensively. They ran that stupid tight end reverse like three or four times yep. in the first half. Couldn't get anything going. Had no downfield passing attack. Uh, runs were going for like two or three yards. They weren't even able to pop anything. They couldn't stop Shador. No one could guard Travis. No one could guard Zay. Uh, I thought Alton was running well in the first half as well, too. We can get into that. If yeah, you know. no, and, and and that's what I mean, though, is like, they had everything going for them, but like you mentioned, momentum's a hell of a drug. Yep. And it mm-hmm. when it flipped on them, for whatever reason, like they could not dig in. And even when they did, um, you know, Shador we'll talk about it a little bit, but like he goes back and leads them on a, a really important scoring drive, and I thought, okay, all right, everyone calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, they figured it out. 
But for whatever reason, the defense simply could not stop that snowball from rolling down the hill. Uh, and it's crazy. Like, But I really believe you get one of those stops. You convert one of those fourth mm-hmm. downs. We're, talk- we're still talking about a blowout. But there's one play, and we're going to get to it when we talk about this third quarter, that I really thought everything just started. Do we have that video ready? Go ahead. Whenever you're ready. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just like 30 seconds. I wish I had my stats from the first half because Shador was on fire. What's crazy, Shador, I think at halftime, had 70 pa- rushing yards. Really? He finished – guess how many f- rushing yards he finished the game with? Some stupid number because of it sacks. It probably went down with the sacks. Yeah. 37. Yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up. I tweeted it out. I hate that stat more than – or that stat decision it's more than anything, that sacks count against rushing yeah. yards. Um, let me scroll to this because he was on fire. He was uh, – He I was dime time. He really was. He only had – what's that? Is there sound? I hope so. It's the interview. Um, hold on. I've got this real quick, though. Um, Shador at halftime was 14 of 18, 201 yards, three touchdowns. Come on, man. And he had 72 yards rushing, was the leading rusher in this game. So 40 yards of sacks in the second half. Yep. Sheesh. All, All right. Whenever you're ready, roll listen. it. You asked for a fast start. You asked for domination. You got both of them. Yeah, yeah, but then we take a dump on ourselves. It don't make sense. I mean, Look, this is the first half, offensive defense as well as special teams. Then we let we let up. We let up on the last offensive drive. Had some film. You asked for a fast start. You asked for domination. You got both of them. Yeah, yeah, but then we take a dump on ourselves in the end of the half. That don't make sense. I mean, look, this is the first half, offensive defense as well as special teams. Then we let we let up. We let up on the last offensive drive. Had some penalties in the late in the second quarter, but Zay Weaver showed up, man. He's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's who he is. Not, not only every game, but every practice, that's who it is. The things that we see at practice from certain guys are the things that we see in the game. We just got to get everybody locked in and focused at that level. Thank we you. Coming. God bless. Yes, I don't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're unmuted. Um, shout out to the guys in the comments coming in here saying they're so biased when this show is literally called DMVR Buffs Podcast. You're really smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Jake for the win. <laughs> and it wasn't even close. <laughs> like, that's the good one. The title. <laughs> yeah. What do they want us to talk about? <laughs> we're busted. We're fans. Oh, Here I yeah. am in my <laughs> shiny gold fucking Colorado jersey. Look where we are. <laughs> what did you expect us to be? In the words of every criminal, when he confesses on Scooby Doo, we would have got away with it if one of those deadly They figured it out. We're plants, boys. <laughs> Oh, oh thank God. you for that, Jake. I really needed that laugh. Oh, yeah, man. Let's, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, all right, start of the third quarter. The Buffs get the ball. Um, start on their own 25-yard line. They manage the cross midfield. They go for it on a fourth and two, and Shador just takes a – It's you can't take that sack. Loss of 12 yards. Um, 
Is that the? I don't think that's the grounding one. Is that the grounding one? Do you guys know? No, the no, it's not. That's way later. Way okay. more yards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the grounding was was also on a fourth down. Yeah, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And I, again, it just goes back to what I said earlier. You're right that Shador can't take that sack. Mm-hmm. But when it feels at all times like everything is on your shoulders, you just feel like you have to make a play and, and you have to Absolutely. go outside of what the right thing to do yeah. is to try and make a play. And like multiple times in this game, he almost did make these crazy plays scrambling we'll around. It, the man. one to uh, Travis Hunter we'll would it. have been like a Heisman-level moment where mm-hmm. he scrambles around, slings it across the field yep. just out of the reach of Travis Hunter. But it's uh, it's one of those things where I, I just have a hard time – being hard on Shador for those situations because I just know he's like, okay, well, I have to make the plays because no one else is going to. Not that he doesn't trust the receivers or whatever, but, like, he's got to get it to him. You yeah, know? the ball yeah. starts in his hand. Yeah. Like, the receiver ain't coming all the way back and like, hey, give it to me, boss. Like, he's yeah. got to get it there. Yeah. And to get it there, he has to buy time <laughs> with his legs. And so it's it's an understanding agreement thing. I disagree with it. Shador cannot take a sack like that in that situation. However, I understand the mindset of if I don't shoot this shot, who else is going to do it? Yeah. I uh, got to shoot the shot. This was the pushing of the the snow down the hill there because you gave them the ball on the Colorado 43-yard line. They had an insanely short field to go. They drive it right down the field. Um, Bryce Farrell with a two-yard rush gets in there. They go for two. They do not get it. Colorado gets the ball back, and this is when it all went off a cliff, in my opinion. Uh, they are faced with a third and three at midfield. And I don't know what it's called, but they did the run play where everyone just goes away. It's yeah, like the, it's a, in basketball, you call it like an elevator screen. Right. And you Hank, open the elevator doors. And Hank just explodes up the middle, drops the shoulder on the safety. It's a pickup of 18. We are deep into Stanford territory. That touchdown drive doesn't even matter at this point. We're rolling. We're going to go score again. And uh, I hate to call him out, but Jack Bailey gets called for a hold on that play. And it's not calling him out. It happened. Yep. And <coughs> that's just where it all went wrong. Yeah, it negated that that big run. <clears throat> Let me just say this, though. That's why the hole was so big. Well, eh, kind okay. of. Did you, did you see the block? I think, I, it's, just, I think it's both. I think it was exceptional blocking on that play. I think it was well-designed run play, executed, and one person held, and the ref called it. It's like it wasn't made up. You know, it's not yeah. like, oh, no, that didn't happen. Now, we could we could debate whether the hold accelerated the play to that degree or not. Uh, but it is what it is, man. Are you saying you didn't think it was? I mean, it's a hold. The guy, like, first off, Jack ba- Bailey plays left guard. Mm-hmm. The the play was designed to for him to go way left to as we just said to open up the right right up the middle of the field. Yeah, and the guy goes uh, outside of Jack Bailey on his left shoulder, but he kind of like hooks him, like like a pass rusher. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's like oh, it's almost too obvious not to call. In that exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All he had to do was Cross just kind of yeah. He just kind of had to ride him. Probably his momentum was already taking him. That At way. that point, he probably didn't have to touch him. It, exactly. That, that's what I was play. saying when I said if really would have changed the play or not, but. It, it wasn't an imaginary was, call. Like it happened. No, yeah, it was a real call for sure. I Absolutely. thought he was the the last guy on the inside. But was that Van? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh I need to see it again. Yep. Uh anyways, the buffs 
It's a third and 13. Shador goes deep for Travis. It's incomplete. It's fourth and 13. Vissette punts the ball 57 yards. It is downed on the Stanford three-yard line. Now, let me say this about Mate before you break down this next play. He's a lot like the defense at times. Sometimes, like, there's a punter where he's like, man, what do you do that for? But when he's on, mm-hmm. my God, he can punt that ball. Yep. yep. Not even his best punt of the night. No. no. Uh, three-yard line, man. The very next play, this we didn't even talk about this guy all week. Elik Ayumanor. I'm going to give that one to you. Uh, he, <laughs> Omarion Cooper falls down and he's just running down the field, like he's just running. And only Shiloh is chasing only, him. Yeah, with only Shiloh to pursue him. And he goes. 97. And I really think if Shiloh trusted his speed five more yards, mm-hmm. he could make the tackle. I think he dove. He did too soon. Too early. Um, it's a ninety-seven yard he touchdown. Wanted, he he's thinking I could get him down at the twenty or wherever he. Oh dove, yeah, totally you with know. I, you know. But he had he had he. Pursued him, he because he was gaining on him. Yeah, you know, and so that dive was was the last dis, dis, ditch effort. He could have actually caught him from behind. You know, maybe even got a good horse collar out of it. Who knows? Uh, but I was very disappointed that when I looked back at the fifty yard line, nobody else was with him. Yeah. So it's like even if you do get the guy and strip him or something, the ball is loose. Nobody even ran with you to try to get the ball. Like it was just he's gone. Yep. Stanford goes for two. It uh, falls incomplete. The score at this point is 29-12. to 12. Colorado gets the ball back. I do believe that was the last we saw Omari and Cooper in the game. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Um, the Buffs go three and out. Bissette punts the ball. Sanford gets the ball back. I still didn't have a worry in my body at this point. Well, one play, they went deep, incomplete. Second and ten, the very next play. Uh, same guy, Alec Alumanor, 60 yards down the field, touchdown. Yep. 29-19, Colorado gets the ball back. Um, they manufacture someone to drive. They just cross midfield, but this is when Shador takes the, the intentional grounding sack, and that was painful. That was really painful. <clears throat> so that was fourth and what? Fourth and four. Fourth mm-hmm. and four. Fourth and four, sure was. Yeah, and so the ball started that play on the Stanford 46-yard line after the intentional grounding being changed to a sack. It's a loss of minus 21 to the Colorado 33, where Stanford gets the ball back. Yeah, and that just has to be, uh, you know, the the last time they were in that situation, they brought a big blitz. And so that's got to be an easy blitz counter play, in my opinion. Um Heck, go to the play that you ran against TCU on fourth down. The Dylan one. Yes, exactly. Yes. Dylan straight to the flat, flip it out there, let him beat someone one on one. So then you're agreeing that uh, Dylan has to be in the backfield. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In that in that position, I'm expecting a blitz, and I'm trying to get the ball out of my hands and into Dylan Edwards as and, fast. And I think we were off air when we discussed this. I'm not sure if it was on or off, but that's the schematic issue I have is that we're in situations where you shouldn't have the backfield empty, mm-hmm. you know, because you shouldn't you shouldn't cue the defense up to blitz in that situation. You want to leave some doubt in their mind that, hey, maybe he's going to pitch this to that fast guy, or maybe that fast guy is going to roll out and he's going to check down to him, or maybe, you know, it's going to be a quarterback keeper. Maybe he's just going to throw it to Travis across the middle. You have them in a position where they don't know what you're doing. When you're going for that play – on a, on the, that situation down and distance wise, and nobody's back there with the quarterback. Man, they're coming. Yep. Yeah, I mean, in that TCU game, um, I I remember the next show we did. I talked so much about money plays. Yep. 
and in that game, Sean Lewis was perfect on money plays. Mm-hmm. Um, just go in my bag. We need three yards. Here's what we got. It didn't feel like they had one tonight nope. uh, to well, turn to. They did. They used it too early. Well, but I just mean like the the third and fourth and short plays, that is where you make your money uh, as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it didn't feel like they did a good job of knowing what was coming and having the play ready for it. Yep. Uh, Stanford Interesting. gets the ball at the 33-yard line. Uh, they run three plays. The third quarter ends. Uh, they end up driving it into the red zone. Uh, they get gifted. Uh, I think they had a penal- two penalties here. That was the Travis unnecessary roughness. Um, so this was the third and 25? Uh, third and 22. Okay. They rush up the middle, no game. They have to no gain. They have to go for it on fourth and twenty two in the Colorado thirty one yard line. Um and I think they stopped them and then the unnecessary roughness was called. No, I think it was this was third and twelve. They had a holding, which made it third and twenty two, or it could have been fourth and twelve. So no, it was no, it third was the, and it was, seven. Yeah, and it was a fifteen yard penalty. It was a third. Yep. So that's what what it was. Third and seven, incomplete. Mm-hmm. It can be fourth and seven, but they're in field goal range to make it a what would the score have been with a field goal at this point? Uh, One score game, right? Yes, I think. Okay, I yeah, I think they it, but they have the fifteen yard penalty. Coach Prime says, "You know what? I trust you guys. I'm going to take the 15-yard penalty to push them to the edge of their field goal range mm-hmm. and give them third and 22, and I believe that you guys can get the stop. Well, Coach Prime was right. But mm-hmm. after the play, you get a 15-yard penalty, and I just can't even <coughs> imagine what that's like as a coach uh, to, to put the trust in the guys like that to say, hey, look, I'm giving them an extra play. Play clean, play smart, keep the ball in front of you. Don't let them get behind you and, and make a big play. Mm-hmm. Don't commit any penalties. And then you get and an And then after, you do all that, but it's an after-the-play penalty. you get an after-the-play well, 15-yard penalty. And then three plays later, you get an illegal substitution for 12 men on the field. Yeah. Which happened way too one, one time is too many, but it happened way too many times tonight. Yep. And then even the times that when it didn't get called, you know, because the guy got off in time, it still threw off the defense and what we were about to do. It happened so many times tonight that by the end of it, I knew exactly what was called because of just where the flag was. Yep. I'm like, oh, that's where they always throw the flag when it's a legal substitution on the yeah. defense. And I just think, man, that situationally, you know, you got down in distance and you got personnel. You know, so it's third and three, and I know what I want to do defensively. Or it's uh, 12 personnel, and I know what I want to do defensively. And you look up, and you don't have the right people out there for that. Sometimes you just got to trust the 11 you got instead of trying to sub at the last moment. Yeah, uh, third and 12 with who you have out there is better than third and seven. Absolutely. Perfect. It, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And Sometimes also, you got to just go with it, man. Yeah, and also regulation ends with three timeouts in the pocket. Um, so you could have called one if you really felt that passionate mm-hmm. about getting the right group out And there. normally, we, man, we, we don't care about – I know. Saving timeouts. You know, if you look at the past games this season. Yep. Last we, week. Yeah, we'll we'll burn them now. Um, that made the score 26-29. Colorado gets the ball back and finally some life. 11-yard pass to Travis, 48-yard bomb to Zay. Dylan rushed for no gain, then 16 yards 
Shador to Travis Hunter in between the safeties. Travis takes a hit, um, but he walks off. Looked okay. I hope yeah, he is. I was really worried about him at first um, because that's right in that part of his body. Uh, this one is a little bit more on the back, um, but dude's a warrior. Nah, he's a warrior. He's good. And, and you know, it's one of those hits. He's on the next defensive snap. Yeah, it's one of those hits we wouldn't think about had he not already been injured before. It yeah. was a football play. Yeah. But because he's coming off of the injury, and you're like, oh, my God, it happened again. But he's he's he ain't wired that way, man. He, he was playing ball. And that was, I mean, one of many just incredible throws from Shador where yeah. he was just like, hey, look, I'm, you're probably going to get hit here, but it's third down we got to score. Yeah. Um, and Travis saw the ball come and said, I'm going to get hit here, but I'm going to catch this ball. And, I mean, he took a hit, a hit and the ball didn't even – Nope. Flinch. Stanford is called for illegal contact with the snapper on the extra point. The Buffs kick off the ball from midfield, and it goes out of bounds. Which is – this? hold on, though. This was like a hack in the rules. Because Tell if me. you kick a touchback, yes, the it ball goes, goes to, the goes to the 25. Right. If you kick it out of bounds, it goes 30 yards from where you kicked it off. So they got the ball in the 20. I didn't know that. Yes, they hacked the rules. I don't know if it was on purpose. I love that. I don't know if anyone else in the stadium knew the rule except for the refs. But they kicked it out of bounds, and I thought, oh, my God, they just kicked it. That's going to be a 15-yard net kick. I just thought it was automatic to 35. So did I, but it's 30 yards forward of where you kicked it. Wow. So it goes to the 20. Or, you know. And that's but that's what Coach Prime was saying in the presser. Yeah, that it was like he wasn't really tripping on that one, right? Because of the net gain, net loss of yeah, it, it yeah, didn't yeah. make a big deal. Yeah, yep. executionally, it is something you're aware of that you know we're kicking the ball out of bounds. But what happened from it is like just all right, do no that every deal. time. What the, what I was gonna say is if you're ever kicking off from the fifty, it, you should never kick a touchback. Yeah, well, just kick it out of bounds. You should be kicking it directly out of bounds. Yeah. Crazy. Um. All right. Stanford gets the ball back. They mount a monster drive here. Uh, they start on their own 20 after that. They get one, two, three, four, five first downs. That drive ends in an Ashton Daniels pass to Bryce Farrell from three yards out. Uh, it was 36-26. It's 36-33 now. Colorado gets the ball back. They start on their own 25. Again, they barely cross midfield. Um, they have a delay of game on a fourth and four. They or That was just a punt, actually. So they end up punting the ball. Back to Stanford. It goes out on the one-yard line. Unbelievable punt. The one-yard line. Unbelievable, man. And when I saw that, I was like, it doesn't matter. They're going to get in field goal range. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't This defense can't stop anyone. Anything, especially 13. So they drive all the way from the one-yard line (laughs) all the way down to the the Colorado 28. It's a 46-yard field goal. Uh, as time expires, they tie the game 36-36. Start of overtime, Colorado gets the ball. Um, <coughs> didn't take them very long. Took four plays, five plays. Shador connects with Javon Antonio. I guess it did take them long if you're going 25 yards. But uh, they go up 43-36. Didn't take Stan for very long. Nope. One play. One play. Yep. After they got a false start. Yep. Yep. So one play, 30 yards. Yep, <clears throat> and I mean a hell of a hell of a catch. Unbelievable! Catch. Oh man, hats off! I think Travis Hunter will. Um, That's going to eat at will him. He will be kicking himself because <clears throat> he's in position. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, he couldn't have been in a better spot. Yeah, he if he just gets his head around, it's probably an easy interception. Game over. Yep. Yep. Um, they score. Colorado gets the ball back. Um, they run a few plays. Shador throws the interception. Uh, Stanford just plays. Well, uh, this is an important juncture. Yep. They got to the one yard line. They got yep, yep, and third and two. Yeah, two yard line. And I think it was second and one on the one yard line. Yep, Anthony Hankerson rush up the middle for a one yard loss. So yeah, uh, now Bishop Thomas <laughs> was hurt tonight and did not play, um, or Bishop didn't play. Uh, I didn't that's, hear a diagnosis. That's a, yeah, it's better answer. Okay, uh, and Bishop. Is part of the, you know the Rick Ross package that they put out there. Yep. So they didn't have that out there, uh, and man, not being able to punch it in second and one just easy. Why didn't they um, just sneak it? I thought they could have. I thought they were going to. I thought they were just going to go, mm. you know, Eagles brotherly shove style. But they go run out of pistol, loss of one, uh, and then you're left with third and two, and you you go shotgun pass, and once again. There is pressure on Shador before he even catches the snap. Uh, and he's running around, you know, just trying to do something. Um, and that's what happens. But uh, you just – you have to be able to punch it in uh, uh, for, you know, first and goal from the two. Absolutely. Or I guess second second and second and goal from the one. This this last Stanford drive was kind of disturbing because they were really just sitting on the ball, just running it with the quarterback, and they still picked up a first down. You know, amen, yes, it was disturbing. But I think also, sadly, the reality of defeat is set in. Yeah. That, you know what, whether I tackle this guy for a two-yard loss or a two-yard gain or eight-yard gain, they're going to kick this field goal. Yep. And so I think I think the effort, well before that had started to wane, but it really had it had run out at that point. It was like, all right, we know what they're doing; they're just inching up to get a good kick, and it's it's over. Let's <coughs> uh, yep. they kick a thirty-one yard field goal. <coughs> Stanford wins the game, forty-six forty-three. Stanford moves on to two and four. The Buffs are now four and three, heading into the bye week. Jake, um, let me let me say this. And again, as I preface that start of the show, this is not an excuse or blaming anybody. Just, just an observation. Colorado State, whether it was the bench, the energy, or the crowd, never thought we were going to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty seconds left in the game, Arizona State. We're on the road, but you had people mm-hmm. cheering for us loudly, and the bench never thought we were going to lose. Tonight, I. I should have put a note in my phone at the exact time that I looked around, just kind of gauged the crowd to when energy the, the bench. Left. It, it was like, hey, man, I don't think anybody around here believes that we're going to win this game. And it wasn't in overtime yet. But the energy, the life had just kind of sucked off the bench, sucked off the, the student section, what quote-unquote the home side of the field behind the home bench, and you just didn't have any energy, any juice going, man. And yeah. That, that was so different from the past two games where you where you had that. Totally. Uh, you, you felt it? Oh, my God, I felt it. Um, it got real cold in that stadium. Yeah. And I don't 
necessarily even mean literally, but it did happen literally um, because everyone was cheering, having a yeah. good time, celebrating in the first half. All of a sudden, you give up 26 unanswered points, and everyone, you know, started shivering yeah. a little bit. RK, I'm telling you, man, I thought it was just me. I was like, maybe my mind is making this no, up. No, 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 Because no. It, the crowd momentum left, the bench got quiet, and literally the temperature dropped. Totally. It was a perfect storm. And the fans, I just think, were shell-shocked. Yeah. Uh, and what, what got me about it emotionally when I was sitting there witnessing it, even uh, one of the coaches was like, man, Neely, we got to get the crowd. Do we and you need to you know, go in the student station and get them pumped up? It is that as much as they had momentum, which Jake has pointed out as a real thing, and we're coming back, all we needed was either one stop of them or one thing from us. Yeah. Like the game wasn't over yet. But the and again, I'm not blaming the fans. The bench energy had left. Yeah, you and know? the whole stadium went flat, shell yeah, shocked, like, flat, tired, hmm. cold, whatever it may be. And honestly, there were so many quick, quick strikes from Stanford. It's not like there were these third downs. Yeah, where you could get up and like you know a third and seven, everyone's going crazy. You know, it happened a couple times with like that third and long that we just talked about, but. It's 97-yard touchdown. Whoa, that was crazy. A couple plays later, 60-yard touchdown. Whoa, that was crazy. Overtime hits. Okay, you score. You you got the lead. One play, touchdown. It's yeah. like it, it, I just feel like the, the, the fans, the whole – anyone involved with Colorado had gotten knocked on the mat. I had the same exact feeling once before in my life at a game. Dallas Cowboys – Texas Stadium before Jerry World was built. It was literally the last game there, Cowboys versus Ravens. All the Cowboys got to do to win this game is stop this particular drive, right? Mm-hmm. And the Ravens had the ball, like, on their own five-yard line. And Ray Rice ran, like, a 95-yard touchdown. Yes. <laughs> it was like, it was like, <laughs> yep. like, what just happened? Right. Like, how did it flip that? And you saw that tonight. With that excellent punt, they're on their three, and then you get a 97-yard play, and he's like, hey, man, like, this ain't what we scripted out. Like, this is, how did that just happen? Yeah. And the wheel was wobbling in, and the wheel comes off, you look up, you lose in double overtime to a team that you were supposed to beat. Yep. Anything else? Time for Super Chats? Man, it's time for Super Chats, man. All right. Shout out. <clears throat> is that you saying you have something? Oh, I was just going to shout out oh. all of the people who are hanging out with us at 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, shout out to them. Um, love, right. them. Love, the, love the viewers of this show, man, because they, they're there for us. Absolutely. Uh, fun hanging out with a bunch of y'all today, too. Neely is not blaming the fans, by the way. No, not at all. Just if anything, taking I'm, you yeah. inside the stadium for what yeah, they're If anything, I'm like. blaming the bitch. Like, it started there. Yep. It started on our sideline, and it just kind of mushroomed. You know, into this this cone of silence, there was no energy. Juxtaposed to what happened in Colorado State, like the energy never left through those overtimes. And even on the road to Arizona State with the 50 seconds left, you would have thought it was a home game. Totally. But tonight, it it just wasn't there, man. Shout out to Snarf's. It's a damn good sandwich. Perfect bread, cheese, meat ratio. I'm starving. Yeah, this is a cruel ad read right now. I mean, I actually kind of ate. For a guy who had a Chick-fil-A stashed in his back no pocket. No free ads, bro. Three hours. Okay, how? I'm sorry. A guy who had a sandwich in his back pocket. <laughs> how, how, you know, 
how do the big guys of the show, not the ones with a sandwich no just strapped in the back? And how do you get the, the sandwich brains for of this show planned ahead? <laughs> but he didn't plan and for knew his guy. how hungry he was after the CSU game and figured if I just buy an extra sandwich when I got lunch yeah, today, I about I'll be just fine. I would about to. I right, thought about guys. Uh, in addition to sandwiches, they also have hearty salad, sides, and desserts. Also, check out Snarf Burgers. There's three locations in Denver and Boulder. Grab yourself a sandwich today and support Snarf's gift a meal program on the Snarf's app. Um, and then shout out to Circa, probably the mo- one of the most amazing places on the planet. Um, not only the world's largest sto- uh, sports book, they also have Stadium Swim, a massive LED screen with six pools, two spas. Um, they got a casino as well, and the resort is just beautiful, over 500 rooms. Um, if you're heading out to Vegas for Broncos Raiders, Avs Knights, Pac-12, or Mountain West alum, book your stay with code DMVR. You'll get 20% off. They also have a sports book. Download the sports book app at circusports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made uh, while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Uh, Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem caller text 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. And then finally, shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. If it wasn't uh, 2.20 a.m., that would sound mighty good, but uh, some sleep sounds better. Sorry, Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, we'll be back very soon, though, at the DMVR bar. Come hang out. Yep. Um, man, I guess we have nothing to hang out for this weekend. Um, Broncos already just, played. Yeah, you could, hang, already played. you could hang out for college football tomorrow. You could hang out for NFL there Sunday. You go. Um, some great games, too, man, like that impact us taking place tomorrow. For sure. Be so much better to watch those games at five and two. Um, they've been doing it for thirty-three years. So it all comes down to a love and passion for making good beer. Try out some of our favorites: Mountain Beach Sour, Mile High City Golden, Broncos Country Pale Ale, Strawberry Sky, all that good stuff. Check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com. Find a brew near you. All right. Also, I just have to reiterate because it just keeps coming up. No one is blaming the fans for the team losing the game. Literally, no one is like, doing that. What are, My God! Did, I mean, it is. How are y'all getting that out of what I said or y'all said? Like, it's it's not just one person too. That's why I feel like the need to receive. It's like we're, we're taking tired. you inside the stadium for what the experience was like. There was no energy, whether it was the sideline, whether it was the crowd, whether it was anything. And at no point is anyone saying that's why they lost at all. And keep in mind, we started the show with, we're going to discuss things that happened, and none of them are excuses. Yeah. None of them are blaming anybody. None of them excuses. We're taking you through what happened, such as Bailey with the holding penalty that erased Hank's run. That ain't why we lost. Nope. But it happened. Shador's interception. It ain't why we lost. lost, But it happened. happened. The fans not having energy. (laughs) Not why they lost. But it happened. But it happened. In the end, they lost because of the amalgamation of everything. Yep. Nice word. Big word. I loved it. And it's – Really, to me, comes down to momentum. Uh, and, yes, was there bad play calls on offense? Absolutely. Yes, did players get individually beat on defense? Absolutely. But there's no uh, – everyone wants to point the finger after a loss like that. And I don't yeah. I don't see a place where you could say that's why they lost. I, I will say this. The snowball effect as, is why they as lost. As I look at the snowball effect, you see this more in basketball where you just get a timeout to regroup. A lot of times you call times out, timeout in football to, like, fix something that was about to happen. You know, oh, let me stop this because we're out of position. You know, there was a chance somewhere in all this happening that we just needed a timeout. I'd be like, yeah, come in. Not a media timeout. Like, use one of our times. Like, guys, come in. 
we can't let this happen. Yeah. We can't let this. Whatever it damn takes to stop what looks like is about to happen from happening, we got to do it. Yeah. And I would have loved to just see them say, look, they have not hit a nine route all night. Take heavy inside leverage on these outside receivers so they can't throw slants and dare them to beat you with a vertical pass. Now, they did get it in overtime um, with just a, you know, a heroic effort from 13, but in the middle of the game, or shouldn't wasn't even the middle, in the late third quarter, it's just slant, 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 slant. And, you know, didn't matter who they put over there. They are just running it. And, they and probably watched the Colorado State game, man. How about this comment from Mr. Support Friend? <coughs> Number 13, Io Manor had 13 receptions on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is to blame. There we go. There you go. All right, let's do this. Okay, we got a lot of these, so. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, the Cape Crusader, he says, I'm sorry, but benching Omarion Cooper was stupid. Carter Stoutmeyer is not that guy. I don't know why they keep playing him. He gets burnt every play. That's a young kid. Also does not get burnt every play. It's a young kid. But also, yes, it's, it's a f- true freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, did Coach Prime talk about Omarion Cooper not playing? No. Okay. Um, so I don't know what happened there. Um, or wait, actually, I think he might have been asked that. Actually, you know, I missed a a big chunk of the press I, It's It's late. Okay. Anyways. We'll talk about um, it Monday. It did not matter who was out there. No. They are getting beat by 13. I'm, look and, at what happened. Uh, all due respect, look what happened to Travis. Travis, yeah, yeah. exactly. And let me, let me throw this log on that fire. A couple of games ago, whether it's TCU or wherever, y'all was singing the praises of this freshman. And now you're mad at him. And it only blows when you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, you know, Mama, Mama Prime, Mama Connie said. Yeah. So, like, man, these guys are growing, true freshmen out there, playing, you know, the Power Five, national TV, like, shit happens. And they're playing cornerback. Like, a position where you're going to get beat. You're going to just have bad plays, and it's going to look really bad. But guess what? You're going to have a lot of great plays. But it, w- it would have been nice to, s- to have Omari Cooper out there. Sure. I agree. Uh, another super chat from the Cape Crusader, the Shador, the Shador. We're getting cooked on social media. I'm going to have to delete Twitter for a uh, bit. Who cares? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now, Coach Prime did discuss that. He told the players after the game, you know, don't hide now. You know, accept it. <clears throat> you earned it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You earned it. People are going to come at you that were once singing your praises, and you earned them turning on you because you gave up a 29-0 to zero lead. Yep. So it's, it's, it comes with it. It does. Absolutely. Uh, Just chat. not from CSU or Nebraska fans. Y'all got cooked. <laughs> uh, super chat from Aloha Buffs. He said Stanford only had two wins this season, both against my alma maters, Hawaii and Colorado. So it's your fault. <laughs> uh, super chat from Tom Carlson. Thank you. There you go, blaming the fans again. I'm, well, you know, I'm, they're blaming me for blaming the fans. I'm going to ride it. I feel for you, Aloha Buffs. Um, another one from Tom Carlson, Super Chat. As difficult as this loss is to process, this is year one of Coach Prime pulling an organizational organizational culture out of the pits of hell. We still coming. That's, That's that perspective that exactly. Jake was talking about. Keep it in perspective. Exactly. Amen. Uh, from Brian C. He says, I'm worried about this team being too individualistic. And that won't ever lead to a championship team. I love Prime due to his energy and team spirit, but I see the same errors. And something is just not right. This will not be the same team that will be playing here next year. No. 
And one one of the things you have to do when you have individual talent versus team talent, it's individualistic. You know, it was Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Right. You know, because he was all they had for a while. And then when you got Pippen and, you know, uh, what's the guy that coaches Golden State? Like, you know, when you added those Curry. pieces, Curry, yeah, it was the Bulls. This is Shadour and Travis, man. Yep. Here's yep. what it is. Yep. Long way to go. <clears throat> also for next year. Also, just another potential adjustment they could have made on defense because no one was winning in man against 13. Um, why not use some sort of flat zone to just take away that Racking area? Him. Yeah, well, yeah. just just have someone stand in the area where you try to throw a slant. Yep. Yeah. Because a lot of times, to your point, RK, to the fans who may not know about brackets and zones, a lot of times it's not about stopping the receiver. It's about making the quarterback uncomfortable to make yep. the throw. Yep. Just take his lane away. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think there's anything we could have done talent-wise at that point in the game to stop the receiver, but we could have made the quarterback not be able to see that lane. Yeah, and he got hot. Like, you know, we talk about it a lot in other sports, such as basketball, right? Mm -hmm. A guy hits three threes, he's hot. Get him another look. Yeah. This dude was hot, man. He he couldn't be stopped. He was in his bag. He was in his zone. Had to try, in my opinion, something different to just – Make them go somewhere else. What um, about the players? Uh, you can put any. Uh, you can put. They Jake. were playing tra- uh, Trevor Woods at linebacker all night. I know. Which no juju. Coach Prime said after the game. Hardly him. any Demoy. Yeah, I I, I didn't remember seeing him. Yeah, I don't know what what happened with Demoy because he was. This was supposed to be his game because it was going to be a, a lack of juju game. You know. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Alyssa. But, you know, yeah, I mean, you could put Jake out there and just stand between the quarterback and the slant. True. Um, another one from Brian, he says, I think Matt McChesney was right about this team needing something to come together, whether it's a fight song or something. I don't want this season to fall apart. RK, Unk, Jakey, be hard on them today. I just, I could get past Jakey. Yeah. Um you is, called, that a, is that a thing? You called me that in the press conference room in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I started it. So I feel the, like. I did call you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I know I literally did. Yes. Um, and then it was, it was like. Psst. What about Brennan Gant? He was on the sideline. He was dressed. I don't know. I don't there, know. There is some odd things that happen yes. with this team in terms of. Um, personnel. Personnel. Like. Guys will just not play whole games. Uh, and you're like, oh, is he hurt? No, he wasn't hurt. It's interesting in terms of the rotations that they go with. Like, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, we only notice it when the people in front of them, not necessarily in front of them on depth, but the people playing don't play up to Cam? the standard. Cam hardly played. Yeah, he did Felt hardly like. play. Yeah. Huh. It's odd. Uh, super chat from Big TZ. He says, how do we still have wide receivers running wrong routes, personnel issues, getting on the field, question mark, not being able to tackle, question mark, giving up on the run? Uh, let me say this globally. Coach Prime says it all the time. He said it right there at halftime when I commended Zay Weaver for being him. He's like, you see it in practice. That's why you see it in the games. Some of the things that you're, that you're seeing – in practice, in games that are good, you see the practice. Some of the things you're not seeing in games, and you wonder why that guy is not doing this. Coach Prime is a practice guy, man. Like there's a quote in the hallway, you know his quote: "I I play practice like I play, so I play like I practice." Like 
he puts a high premium on that. You have other coaches who say, hey, man, well, some people are just game people. They, yeah, they turn it on in. That ain't, that's not Coach Prime's management style for playing time. He's going to measure how the person practiced that week, how they practiced against the scout team, how they attended meetings, and how much film did they watch. Like everything is logged and tracked like that, and you just don't – you know, play just because the fans think you're good and deserve playing, playing time. If you didn't do what was necessary to get ready for this opponent, you ain't seeing the field. Yep. Uh, super chat from DJ. He said, nobody got out coached. This was all on the players coming out in the second half flat and making dumb self-inflicted penalties. Players need to do some soul searching. I'm going to disagree with no. that. You know, the, coach, the, the coaches have to do a better job when they see the wheels coming off to take a, a, a take a measure of the situation and adjust. You know, to go up 29-0, come back in, and then the players are flat, well, that's your opportunity to, to, to coach the players up and find a way to solve it instead of just totally blaming the players. I don't think you can totally blame the players for the night, totally blame the coaches for the night, totally blame the fans, which I was not doing it. <laughs> None of us were doing. Like, it was – what was your word? Amalgamation? It, yep. Like, it, somebody made a shit soup and we got to eat it, man. Yeah, no one is absolved from a loss when you're up twenty nine nothing, and you end up losing in overtime. No one. A lot of things. Coaches, were wrong. players. Yeah, everyone deserves some blame. You know, Coach Prime says uh, it's not going to be me. Yeah, I don't know if anyone can, other than the guys who were stuck on the sideline, can say, "Well, it wasn't me." Yeah, and then even them, they could have had the bench energy up. You know, why were they not sure. leading defense chance? Why were they not, you know, Fair. pointing out when people were coming out of the field? Hey, watch for this or do this. Like, man, it was a group loss tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mike Durland, Super Chat. Thank you guys for doing the late show. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning Thank you in. For, yeah, for showing up. At 2.33. Hit the like button. If you're watching this show right now, hit the like button. Also, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, another Super Chat from Aloha Buffs. He says, long-suffering Buffs fans know that CU leads the nation in giving up four touchdown leads in the second <laughs> half. They did this in 2018 <laughs> when they let Oregon State come back from yep. 28 points down. Told you. And they did it in 2011 or 2010. I'm going to hug you, man. Uh, against Kansas. Bro, they were up 45-17 to 17 in the fourth quarter. And lost? Yeah. Yeah. How are you not an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Like, your resolve, man, is like you, you were strong. Well, this he had the Broncos back then to fall back. Ah, okay. Now he has nothing. Now we have to watch out for him. I, I'm good, man. Like I said, I'm I'm battle tested. <laughs> That's why you were conducting. I've been the through. Band. I've been through this and come out on the <laughs> other side. Why is Colorado not just not CU? Why is the state of Colorado football so painful? I'm not going to let this loss, which is quite painful, let me believe that uh, the state of Colorado, the University of Colorado football, is now a painful one. Uh, arrows point up, man. We're, I going, was, we're going somewhere. I was traumatized <laughs> from yesterday, and now this on top of that is just. Yep. Yep. I mean, I had people in my mention saying crazy stuff about how they're done with football in Colorado. And but the Kansas stuff. City Broncos game was closer than you thought it would be. Was it? <laughs> was I mean, it? the defense did, did a great job. We did, I don't want to talk about them. Yeah. Okay. Next All right, I'll leave it alone. Um, I'm trying to keep up with the trolls, but. 
chat let me know i don't know i'll get on it yeah um okay so there's two from elaine archibald she says before you are too critical of their skill consider the time and weather both affect a person's ability to concentrate and focus they have been awake over 18 hours it is scientifically proven the mind slows down in the cold her second one is i think you were being overly critical of the team you're not considering they had a new they had new player combinations on both offense and defense today you need to give this one and 11 team grace to grow perspective yeah, I will say I'm not going to flip now because I've, I've said the whole season this is not the 1-11 and 11 team. Um, now, the program has to grow for sure, um, and it is. Yeah. Like you said, the arrow is pointing up. Um, but I also – I definitely do not think we have been too hard on these guys tonight. Um, like like we just said, mm-hmm. no one is safe from a 29-point mm-hmm. uh, blown lead. Like everyone – is is oh, deserving of criticism. I mean, I was sitting on the sidelines asking myself, what could I have done differently tonight? <laughs> like, maybe I should have said something here or done something there or not filmed. I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's everybody got hands, fingerprints on this one. We lost 29-0 lead halftime. Uh, super chat from Benjamin. Thank you. Uh, Big TZ with a super chat says, players are scared to make mistakes. They get benched for the game. Okay. All right. Okay. Keep it rolling. Uh, yeah. Benjamin, thank you. Our unk RK followed your lead and lost my voice trying to get my section on their feet. Crowd and team fell asleep at halftime. No Good energy. Job. And we're not blaming them. We're just saying. It. It just. It's a thing that happened. Yep. Uh, Panther super chat says Carter Stoutmeyer not getting benched was concerning. You know, at some point though. You run out of people. I was going to say, someone bench. has to be out there. <laughs> like, you can't just, hey, we're going to only go with nine. You know, yeah. it, it becomes a math game. Like, <clears throat> who do you put in? Kamani was out there. He got beat bad on a slant. We've, I mean, we've gone through it. <sighs> yeah, I mean, man, Travis Hunter's the gold standard nationally. And look what happened. Yep. It happens. It does. Uh, super chat from Brooklyn. Thank you. Super chat from Carolyn. Thank you. Um, Let's see. Wide awake and heartbroken, but I believe from Pretty Mimi. There you go. Yeah, that sums believe. it up. We, we're we're wide awake and heartbroken, and still believe. And hungry. I wouldn't call, I wouldn't describe myself as wide awake. I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, super chat from Anita. Didn't believe it was going to be a blowout, but I agree. Shador can't be the one. Shador can't be the only one fighting. The O line's job is to protect the quarterback, and they fail. Protection was so good in the first half. It's crazy for it to have broken down. I don't think. Hey they man, shout out to this fan who I don't know. As we've discussed, I don't know if the world. A lot of our viewers have not been in Folsom before. <clears throat> the row one and the back of the bench are pretty close together. You know, it's a tight sideline. Mm-hmm. Shadur is having a moment with his offensive line, and there was a fan, you know, kind of filming it. And uh, when Shadur got done, I. Talk to the fan, and I said, "Man, do me a favor. If you if you were to post that, mute it, or you know, he's like, oh man, I got you.' So shout out to that guy for yeah. understanding, man. You you have to as much as we film here with the pregame show or well off media uh, uh, or reach to people, you still got to allow these young men to be able to express themselves and have private moments, have teachable moments, and that kind of thing. You just can't show every damn thing that happens. Oh yeah." I used to sit right down there when I was a kid, and I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's I, I love the atmosphere of Folsom Field because it's so 
right there. But there's some moments that have to be private that ain't private. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like that. You hear it. Yep. Guys, we have more super chats to go through. So that, don't, that, that, <laughs> I'm not, not, I'm not no, talking to you. No, I'm talking to the comments. Like, don't freak out if we haven't gotten to yours yet. Oh, yeah, oh, we'll gotcha. get there. Some of them But are... also, we needed the reminder yeah. <laughs> to get her rolling. Uh, okay, Globetrotter, CSU all over again. The slant over and over again. No adjustments. What's up with that? I just knew Travis was setting the QB up to jump the route. But he didn't. I know. He didn't try until the one of the last reps in the game, in, the, in overtime. Yeah. They... Because I was thinking the same, too. I was waiting for it. I thought he was going to do it. I did, too. I did, too. Also, Alyssa... You can use your best judgment on whether or not. Oh, yeah. Definitely okay. getting to that point, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another super chat from Anita. Even Shiloh said, F it. I will go get a sack. Yep. Did he have one? He did, I think. He did. Um, Brother, we will read them, please. Yeah. Sorry. I'm filtering through a couple. No, you're good. Do your thing. Well, we, w- we will as long as they're appropriate. Yeah. Um, Traves says still here strong near 430 and 4:30 a.m. in Atlanta. RK, I've got the same jersey. Yours is in much better shape than mine. Much love, DNVR crew. Appreciate you. Thank you. Woo-hoo! Appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. I hey, I did my part today. I didn't. I didn't wear black. I wore the gold. And you were looking up. for. You've been telling me all off season, all first half of the season, how you were looking forward to jersey over a hoodie season. Yeah. Yep. And you yeah. and you did it. We kind of yeah. jumped like right into winter though. That kind of sucked. Yeah, like overnight. Like, like fifty-five is like perfect jersey over hoodie. Unfortunately, it was colder than that. Um, a super chat from Janae. Thank you. Uh, DB DDBB says some ex NFL players' kids aren't hungry. They don't even know what hungry is in reality. It showed tonight. Okay. That's what you wanted us to read? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he sent so in a couple, and he was upset that I didn't read it. So mm, there you okay. go. Okay. You don't have to. I'm sorry. Like I say to Allison, who I know is watching. Okay. <laughs> um, Globetrotter. On defense, we need dogs on the front. No pressure to help the DBs. And two, we give up on the run too soon throughout the game. We averaged hey, five I, yards hold per Hold on. Carry. I have to go back to that last one, or else I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. What? Shador? We're talking about Shador not being hungry, bro. No, leave that alone, man. Don't, that, yeah, yeah, don't. that was ridiculous. Because even even if they're talking about Shiloh, even if they're talking about Shiloh, even if they're talking about Carter Stoudemire, like it doesn't matter which which NFL son of this team you're talking about. To suggest that they're not hungry is not even worth our time, man. That's insane, man. So to this other person's comment, you're exactly right. That's one of the key pieces we're missing on the defensive line and offensive line. Name a guy on our D line that you're scared of. <laughs> we ain't we ain't got fear factor, man, uh, and that's why Coach Prime knows and the collective is important that we have to get some people in here, man. That the opponents like you know I don't want to play against that guy. Yep, they got to get nastier, and it helps the secondary. Um, another super chat from Janae. She says, "Do you think this loss will hurt with recruiting?" No, I think no. it's going to help with recruiting. Uh, I think when you have a loss like this, that there's a guy right about now getting ready to go into the portal. And he's, you know, everybody was watching tonight. All the college football people watching tonight. They didn't have a game. They were doing their pregame stuff. So they were watching tonight. And they're sitting there like, hey, man, they wouldn't have lost that game if I was on that team. Mm-hmm. They see a role for themselves in solving this problem. I think games like this being televised actually help recruiting, not not hurt it. Um, 
my guy Ted pointed this out on Twitter tonight, but Matt McChesney uh, tells a great story about, you know, when he was on his recruiting visit and he saw just a heartbreaking loss to Nebraska. Mm. Uh, and him and all the guys who were together there were like, we're going to be the ones to change this. We're going to be the ones to turn this thing around. Uh, and they were. Um, so uh, that'll that'll be out there. And I think there's a lot of people out there. I mean, th- everyone wants to play for Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't change that. Nope. Uh, BBDD. Uh, yeah, we are fans. We <laughs> Thank you for the super chats, but just, yep, that's – Wow. Sorry. Wow. Uh, super chat from Robert Duncan. Thank you. Uh, God tier greatness. Super chat. Got to keep your foot on the gas no matter how much of a lead you have. They'll eventually figure totally it out. Agree. Yep. Uh, raise an eyebrows. Love seeing Alton get some quality playing time. His false starts did scare me on our opening. Uh, First and 10 play, though. right? Yep. Yep. Um, another one from Robert says, seems like they learn and fix problems from the previous game and then forget what they did good in other games, like great start, terrible finish. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's another reason why the energy was different. Um, and then especially the CSU game, because it was like, they were, they were building up to the end there. Whereas this one felt like they had already lost their touch. Mm -hmm. Um, which and, and started playing not to lose instead of playing to win. Yep. Um. Okay. Sorry. SPK lifestyle. How do you let one wide receiver run the same route slant twenty times in a row? Uh. The it, it DC happened, it happened before Colorado State game. We've been yep. beat by one guy before, and we talked about it. I mean, we talked about the the possible yep. changes they could have made, and they did try. I mean, I watched them switch Travis onto him. So that was the adjustment, and the dude just kept winning. Yep. Uh, Griffin with a super chat. What was going on with all of the illegal substitution infractions after the fifth time they were flagged? Do you think something would change? It's inexplicable. We, yeah, we discussed earlier in the show just trying to get perfect personnel, personnel. out there for a situation yep. instead of trusting the personnel you have. Yep. Um, okay, last one from Dom Peasy. It was the same question. How do you think this hurts recruiting? It doesn't. doesn't. Not, not at, at all. all. Not even a little bit. Jinx, say the same thing at the same time. Not at all. Uh, last minute super chat. To be clear, I agree. All blame. I agree. Blame is all around. Appreciate DMVR for your keeping me, keeping the belief. Brighter days to come. 22 is fun to watch. Feed that man. There we go. It's going to be a long two weeks, my friends, but we will be with you the whole way. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. They don't think we're not doing shows during the bye week, right? Mm-mm. And then once you do the bye week, we're doing shows getting ready for UCLA. Yep. And then we're getting ready for UCLA, we're going to UCLA. Nothing has changed. The sun is still shining in Boulder, Colorado. The temperature just dropped a little bit. It's the bye week, but I think we're going to have a great week of shows. Yeah. I think we're going to have a few people in the studio. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it, man. I love it. Uh, I appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, I appreciate you too because uh, the, the laughs that we had were cathartic, and uh, <laughs> you've been dropping some vocab tonight. Yeah. Man. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I wasn't conducting the band level, so my brain's <laughs> firing <laughs> on all cylinders. Uh, anyways, so I guess we saved the, the video for about. I was going to say, where are you at on, this, some, that on is subs? Not the. Uh, it's like not, 99 something. I don't think we we've made it. So. Well, we the don't vibes are the, not right for that video. We don't tonight. have to show the video, but subscribe to the pregame show on YouTube Amen. if you're not already. 
Um, again, yeah. like the stream, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, love you, Buff Nation. Better days ahead. Yo, much, absolutely. much better days ahead. Absolutely. Love you guys, too. Hey, man, love, love you, too, you. Jakey. Let's uh. <laughs> <laughs> go, Buffs. Let's go, Buffs. Go, Buffs. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.